Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Every month, our friends at Sauce Magazine bring us news of the latest restaurant openings, the ones that they recommend. But this month is actually a double-sized portion of recommendations. In December, instead of talking about new restaurant openings, we instead discuss the year's best new restaurants. And that means we have a lot of new places to get up to speed on now in January. So here to discuss all the news that's fit to eat is Sauce Managing Editor Heather Hughes. Heather, welcome back to the show. Thank you. And we're joined again by Mira Nagarajan, Sauce's art director. Mira, welcome back. Thank you. Now, the last time Sauce was here discussing these monthly openings and closures, we talked about the fact that Winslow's Home, the longtime um, restaurant in University City, had recently closed. And we've now come full circle in a very <laughs> short period of time because they're back open. But it's not at all the same. Uh, tell us what's changed. Well, um, the new owners, Michael and Tara Galena from Vicia, have Actually, it's it's really hard to come into such an institution like that, and they've done a great job of preserving the atmosphere. It's still very comfortable and relaxed. I mean, they kept part of the name for a reason, um, but they're bringing in a lot of the food that they've done at the lunch service at Vicia, and it's just sort of refreshed the menu. It's still classics like chicken salad. They have pancakes, breakfast stuff, um, and the, they've maintained the same baker, so they still have a lot of the same baked goods, which is great. Um, but they refreshed the interior. It looks really um, a little more polished. Um, the service is fantastic. They've brought a lot of their team from BCF for that as well. Um, we love it. And so it's no longer counter service. No, yeah, it's um, seated service, uh, and they are about to start their dinner program as well. So far, it's just lunch. Oh, okay. We loved, I mean, I think what's nice about it is it was a very gentle transition. So it still looks like Winslow's home in a way, and they still have a little bit of retail. I I think that they weren't going to even do a lot of retail at all, but they decided to do some. Because historically, that cafe had had things like cookbooks and Mm -hmm. toys and stuff like that for sale. They're still doing some of that? They're doing like teas and more food retail stuff. And I think they have some things in their takeaway case that you can take and like use at home. Like they think they're like chicken salad and eggs and milk and stuff like that. But um, if you ever had their goat cheese cookies, which was my favorite thing at Winslow's (laughs) Table, it's still there and it's still good. So if you have favorite favorites, you can still find things that you love. Are they still doing the brisket? They have a brisket sandwich. It's a little bit different, not exactly the same, but yeah, I think people would have... uh boycott it if they didn't have yeah. that. No, that, that comes as really good news. So, yeah. uh, well, so this the next restaurant opening that I'd say you guys are also really excited to talk about this month. This is also University City. It seems like they get the bounty of riches right now. Uh, tell us about Original Jays, Mira. So Mike and Riz, uh, Liz Randolph, they opened Original Jays in City in the old Fortel space. And it's Tex-Mex. And we tried a bunch of stuff. Like, so Texas, you lived in Texas, Heather, for a long time. So she loves, like, this whole concept altogether. very excited about this. Especially, like, the brisket? Yes, the brisket is fantastic. I feel like there's not a lot of great brisket in St. Louis. And theirs is really, really good. Like Tex-Mex style. Yeah, it's like, uh, this is Tex-Mex and Texas-style barbecue. So Mm. they'll do um, brisket and... Uh, like barbecue sausage, but then it'll come as a taco um, in a house-made tortilla, which is great. But they had that vegan chorizo taco, too. So there are vegetarian options, even though it's 
it's barbecue, they still have like things that you can select, especially from their sides. They had a dressed kale salad that we were really into. Yeah, super rare at a barbecue restaurant to have something that's green and actually very good. I know that was really important for Liz Randolph to have things to offer for people who aren't just like, I want a plate of meat. Hmm. Um, one of our very favorite things that we ate was a cucumbers and pesto. It's so like good. not what you would expect, but it was yeah, delicious. Yeah, that's a very unusual choice. It really cut through all of the richness of, of the meats and um, some of the heavier sides that they'll, they still have classic barbecue sides as well. And then they had, you know, on the, on the Tex-Mex influence part of it. They had queso that was delicious. Oh, it's so good. They had a great guacamole. They had all these different salsas that when we were perusing through the menu, there was like, okay, this dish has like a sesame salsa and this dish has this kind of salsa. And I'm like, where is the salsa platter where we can have a sampler <laughs> we a pack? We need everything. And so hopefully one day we can arrange that. But for the time being, we were just like ordering extras for everything. A salsa tasting menu. <laughs> yes, exactly. We let them know our desires. <laughs> <laughs> now, overall, is this place feeling like a low-key barbecue spot? Or does it have more of a restaurant, sit-down kind of feel? It's definitely sit-down, but it is counter-service. I know for anybody who knows Mike Randolph's restaurants, you're thinking like super high and maybe fine dining feel. And it's not that at all. They were playing like kind of country. pop country yeah. music. It was a different vibe. We a lot thinking. of booths. So it's like casual interior. It's very relaxed. You could bring your kids there. It's And they have a kid's yeah. menu as well. So it's very family friendly. Do they have alcohol? They uh, Yes, they do. I think they didn't when we went right when they opened. Okay. But um, they do now. I know they have uh, frozen, frozen drinks and um, stuff like that. So this is a place where you could stay a while. You're not just grabbing Definitely. it and going. Yeah. Okay. And you wanna, you'll want to order a lot from this menu, so I think it's a good idea. Yeah, you guys make this sound really good. And when you mention Mike and Liz Randolph, for people who aren't as up to speed on the restaurant scene, I mean, Mike has been behind some of the best restaurants in the city, um, uh, Provado and Publico. Publico yeah. and, well, a lot of things from Publico, which was like South American kind of influence, mm-hmm. some of those items, like they're, they had a vegan taco there, too, that they made from, like I think it was like sunflower seeds or sesame seeds or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that they were like very inspired by that menu and wanted to continue to use some of those elements. And I know he traveled to Texas to research this a lot. Um, so it feels very authentic real, yeah, very authentic Tex-Mex barbecue. So the third restaurant on this month's list, uh, this takes us outside of University City, actually <laughs> outside of even the county. Um, we're going to Edwardsville. Tell us what what is worth driving to Edwardsville for. <laughs> so this is uh, Musali's Prime. It's a, it's a great steakhouse experience. So if you love a steakhouse and you're looking for a new one, this is a great option. They have, um, we were talking about it, they have a bunch of fun traditional I mean, fun non-traditional sides, like they have black garlic Brussels sprouts as opposed to your traditional roasted ones. And then cream spinach with roasted fennel. So nice updates on classics like that. And then um, we could not stop thinking about their steak fries, which were tossed in this like fried garlic Parmesan sauce that had a truffle (laughs) note, but they insist there's no truffle in it. Um, Well, it felt luxurious. And then um, entrees like their sunchoke and lobster risotto had tons of seafood in it. So it's just like generous portions like you would expect and really nicely executed. And of course, the steak, they had a a petite filet that was delicious and buttery and 
wonderful. Yeah, everything you want from a steakhouse. And does it also have that steakhouse price point where this is a special occasion kind of splurge? I think so. It's not insane, but you're definitely paying for a steakhouse meal when you go there. Um, if anyone's from Edwardsville, it's in the former Andrea's Countryside Restaurant. Okay. Well, that is that is something exciting in the Metro East. Yeah. And then a little closer to home, this is one that's not far from my neighborhood, so I'm dying to know all about Little Fox. Yes. We're, we're so excited about this. I live very close by, too, so... I was just waiting for the doors to open. Um, It is just the cutest interior done by Space Architects. Um, Very light wood everywhere. It feels very modern. Um, The owners, Craig and Mowgli Rivard, spent some time in Brooklyn working there um, and have just really, really stylishly designed the place. Um, But what we are most excited about is the natural wine menu. It is something that we look for in other cities and we have some great spots for natural wine in town but nothing that's as extensive or focused as little fox's bar menu and i think maybe some of our listeners haven't heard about this movement yet what is a natural wine natural wines are made um, with low intervention of technology and chemicals in their processing so they're usually organic or biodynamically grown grapes and then People will add a little bit of sulfites in um, preserving the wine as it's uh, aged, but they try to do as little as possible. It's usually like grapes and thyme are supposed to be the only ingredients. Yeah, like not adding too much, not taking away too much. And then there's a sustainability aspect to the growing process, too, that I think is important in the winemaking process. So they've got quite a collection of these. Yeah, they have, I think, over 100 bottles um, on the list, and they're the ones that we've tried were just so good. Like, I'm going to go there and sit at the bar, get a couple of glasses of wine, and just get those marinated olives off the snack menu. It's the perfect spot to do that. I think what's nice about um, their wine service, we were talking about this earlier yes. today, is that, um, first of all, if you're ever intimidated in ordering a bottle of wine, I just always recommend just tell them exactly how much you want to spend. So I went there and I was like, I want to spend around 40 no more. And these are the kind of flavors I like. And they'll bring you the bottle. They'll let you try it. If you don't like it, be open and say, this isn't for me. And and they're really generous with like, you know, Heather was saying, when you order a wine by the glass, they'll bring you the bottle. You can see the label so that next time when you go, you know what you liked. That's so nice. And not a lot of places do that. It takes time and and um, resources and stuff, but they, they have a really good program. And that was created by bar manager Kelly Nikes. He used to be at Sardella. Um, oh, that's a good pedigree right there. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. So that's Little Fox. That's in Fox Park. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then kind of right around the corner from there, Jack Nolan's, uh, yeah. a new place in Soulard. <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's a small bar and grill. It's like not a lot of fuss. It's pretty bare bones um, when you walk in, but they have a great burger um, I think that's that's the focus of the menu for sure. They have norm- like a chicken sandwich and um, classic bar and grill stuff. But we loved the burger. They have smash patties. Um, you can pick as many as you want. And it, the classic comes with American cheese, lettuce, tomato, pickle, and a house fry sauce on a Martin's potato roll. It's just everything you'd want from a burger. And we got their loaded fries. And I didn't go into I didn't go to the restaurant to eat, but somebody brought back the fries. Mm-hmm. And cold an hour later, those loaded fries with this <laughs> beer cheese so sauce, good. still so good. I mean, that's the mark of a 
cheese fry. It takes a lot, Good yeah, fry. even when it's cold. It's interesting. <laughs> I feel like Soulard had a couple of openings in the last year where they were really trying to say, Soulard doesn't need another bar and grill. We're going to do some high-end stuff in Soulard. And then both of those places closed. Yeah. And now we're back to sort of the <laughs> traditional Soulard, Soulardness. Give the people what they yeah, want and yeah. then give them more. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you guys are in favor of this place. So yeah. uh, right around the street from here in Grand Center, high-low. Um, tell us about that. So it's a literary arts-focused cafe. And <laughs> that's basically, I mean, if you see the pictures of the space, it's like books everywhere and coffee. So it's kind of like a dreamy space to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's featuring brews from coffee from Blueprint Coffee. So they're doing drip coffee, draft coffee, espresso drinks. I think they're going to do signature drinks. Oh, fun. Like uh, an espresso old-fashioned in the future. Ooh. So look out for that. Um and the food that they're doing is from uh, Bull Rush. So Rob Connolly at Bull Rush had Squatters Cafe not too far from here. Is it in the same space? I'm not sure. But, I think um, it's a different space. That was in the KDHX building. Yeah. Um, and this is um, in this new literary arts hub. That mm-hmm. We had them on the show um, a couple months ago at this point. So. Well, they're bringing classics from Squatters Cafe. If there are things that you had there that you loved, like they did a great grain bowl. They did like a yogurt parfait thing with fruit in it. And my favorite thing from Squatters that is now at uh, Hilo is their brown sugar ta- brown sugar cinnamon pop tart their version of it it's called a squat tart but despite I, the name it's very the name, good. I love that pop tart <laughs> it is so delicious it's just, it's just like a good place to go hang out read chill drink coffee a beautiful space and yeah we really like the pastries i really like the spicy peanut butter cookies it's really unusual like actually spicy really they've got chilies in their peanut butter yeah, cookies yeah i think it's um it's got a little kick to it it does like. i think mm-hmm. it's cayenne actually mm-hmm. it was very good though very weird um, okay, one other place we want to make sure we get to, that's Wild Olive Provisions. That's in Shaw, Heather? Yeah, um, also not far from home. I was really excited about this one. Um, I think the best thing about this place from my perspective is their cheese case is filled with some of the best local producers. They have Barcoot Creamery, um, a, a bunch of local things. A Trillium cheese is there, which is a personal favorite. Um, so it's a great place to stop in if you need something last minute. If you live in Shaw and you're like going to a party, this is where I would go. They have... Um, the wine's focused on Australia and California. They have some um, spirits for purchase, too. And they have a little bar and a couple little tables if you want to stay. They offer charcuterie and cheese boards and um, wines by the glass if you want to stick around. And so you could out. linger and enjoy your cheese there. Yeah, I think it would be a great spot um, if you live nearby to just drop in for your own personal happy hour. I know they do specials like they serve Bloody Marys on the weekends, stuff like that. And you guys are also recommending a shop that sounds like there's maybe some similarities. That's Southside Wine and Spirits um, down on Hampton. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is a tiny space. Um, it's more focused just on wine. They have some beers in a cooler from Rockwell Beer Company um, and a, a small chef shelf of spirits as well. But it's a, a big wine selection. They have huge categories of Pinot Noir, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, things like that. Um, that a lot of people buy. Um, So it's organized by sections of those, which I think is really convenient, but they also have some unexpected finds. Like they had a white wine from Etna in Italy, which Mm. is, that's one of my favorite regions. It was really fun to see that. They're a little bit unexpected. Um, And almost everything costs less than $30. So again, if you live in the neighborhood, a great place to stop. And that makes shopping so easy when it's like 
you, you know can what afford the price it. point is. Yeah. And in our last minute here, there's one more place I want to make sure that we mention, and that is it's a new chain restaurant, but I know it's new to the area. So, Heather, <laughs> tell us about Hook and Reel. Yeah, it seems like St. Louis cannot get enough of these seafood boil restaurants. <laughs> there's uh, several chains in town. This one is called Hook and Reel Cajun Seafood and Bar. Um, it is on Chippewa, and it's sort of the, the same thing like Mad Crab and um, University City. City. Um, it's where you pick your own sauce, pick your own selection of seafoods, and then they bring it in a plastic bag. It comes with corn and potatoes, um, and then you can add things like andouille sausage or hard-boiled eggs. Um, so I, they just... It's the same sort of concept, but they do it really well. The shrimp wasn't, like, rubbery and tough. It's not been boiled to death. Um, and then I weirdly really loved the chicken wings here. I don't know. I My husband ordered them because he was waiting for me to get there. Um, but they were shockingly good. So if you go, get a get a seafood boil bag and then get the chicken wings. Well, so that's all the news for Sauce's uh, hit list. Hook and reel for the chicken wings. Um, Sauce Managing <laughs> Editor Heather Hughes, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And Art Director Mira Nagarajan, thank you for being here. Thank you. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.